Well, hello again. It's me. Now, I only have a minute, but I wasn't sure you heard what happened to Birdie. I'll start by saying he's okay. They discharged him from the fix and stitch yesterday. And if you haven't signed up to bring a casserole, there's still time. But let me get right to it. My husband Bill's already given me his hurry up face. So, here's what happened. Now, to those of you just visiting, you might not even know Birdie. He's about the sweetest soul that ever walked barefoot to church. It's true, he goes everywhere barefoot. After a while, it stops being weird. His real name's Samuel Bean, but he's been called Birdie his whole life because when he was little, he was fixated with birds. He couldn't get enough of them, still can't. You can bet if he has anywhere to be and a wounded bird gets in his path, he is going to be late or not there at all. Birdie runs errands for people. That's his job. He's got his own business card and everything. His tagline says, when you need something quick, just give Birdie a call. So that's what he was doing when it happened. He was driving his little car. I forget what kind they call it. My husband says it looks like a clown car. To pick up June's dry cleaning for her. Now, usually, he walks everywhere if he can, but June says no way is she going to have a repeat of last week when she asked him to bring her dinner from the diner and he saw a bunch of bird feathers trailing off the sidewalk and walked a good mile out of the way only to find out it was just from a pillow that Ned's new puppy tore up. And by the time he got dinner to her house, it was dark and the meal was cold. She told him she can't wait that blasted long to get her purple tweed blazer from the dry cleaners. She says it takes so long walking it'll be out of fashion by the time he gets it to her. My husband says somebody needs to tell her that ship has already sailed. So Birdie picks up the dry cleaning in his car and he's on his way to June's when he sees a lump of gray and white in the drugstore parking lot. And without thinking, he pulls in to take a look. Sure enough, it was another one of his beloved winged creatures who had traveled over the Rainbow Bridge, laying there peacefully. It was too late to save her, but he could make sure she had a proper burial. June would understand. So Bertie takes her and drives her over to the vet so they can bury her in the cemetery out back, reserved for pets and Bertie's finds. And he's got the sweet pigeon wrapped up in a blanket and cradled in his lap. And he's sitting there in his car in the parking lot, taking a moment to say his last words, hoping she'd lived a good life and that the end had been brief and painless. And that's when he heard an odd sound. Not coming from the car, he'd already stopped, but coming from his lap. W what kind of sound? The kind of sound a two-pound pigeon makes when she wakes up from a nap and realizes she has been abducted just like she saw on the TV in that Criminal Minds episode through the laundromat window. And yes, two pounds is big for a pigeon, but you try living next door to Clucky's Fried Chicken and see what happens. She lets out an ear-splitting pigeon scream, spreads out her wings and starts flapping them together at her attacker like she'd learned watching Irma's Me Too self-defense class through the YMCA window. The instructor had told to make yourself big, loud, and fierce. 
Now poor Birdie, he didn't know what to do but scream while that pigeon fought for her life just like in Sleeping with the Enemy, her favorite movie. She tried to remember the moves that instructor had taught him, the elbow strike. Nope, can't do that. Impossible if you don't have arms. But there was one move she could do. She could go for the groin. And that pigeon dove straight into Birdie's winky. You could hear him screaming clear down the street. She was just about to try the next move and her beak was all poised to go for the eyes when the vet finally ran out, threw open the door and tranquilized the pigeon. Her last thought was, don't put me in the trunk. Please don't put me in the trunk. Birdie got 10 stitches and his car looked like a crime scene, which according to the pigeon technically was. And the worst was June's purple tweed suit. Well, it's now covered in pigeon poop and feathers. The vet said later that she was classified as a wild pigeon. We all agreed that pigeon sure was wild. But wild or not, we understood how she must have felt thinking she'd been abducted, trying to get away back to her family. I guess that's why they call them homing pigeons. Birdie named her Thelma, but he can't visit her because she got a restraining order. And as my husband Bill summed it up nicely, sometimes a bird in the hand is not worth more than a bird in the bush. Okay, I gotta go. I'll bring you back soon to my small town of Pride's Hollow where the people stay, but the gossip travels. Just remember, you didn't hear it from me.